Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Booksmart in today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. Hear some purring in the background. That again is Ella, and she is cuddling in my lap right now. But we're going to talk about Booksmart today. Uh, new coming of age comedy drama from Olivia Wilde, who is, you know, an actor. And this is her directorial debut. It stars Caitlin Dever, Beanie Feldstein. Mason Gooding, Skylar Gazzando, Victoria Ruzga, Billy Lord, Molly Gordon, Jason Sudeikis, Lisa Kudrow, Will Forte, and Jessica Williams, and others. Maya Rudolph as a voice, and others. <laughs> um, and no spoilers, spoiler free, but a lot of comparisons have been made to this and... Superbad or 8th Grade or any other coming-of-age story told in the last 10, 15 years or so. Which, I mean, insofar as you can compare every action movie to every action movie in the last 15 years, like, in the same way, I guess there's, you know, parallels and similarities. And there have to be, you know, they're all a lot of these take place during college and kids do very similar things during college as every other kid so there's not always an easy way to differentiate your film from other films of the same genre of the same subgenre. and i don't know that Booksmart completely separates itself i think there are definitely a lot of uh, scenes moments elements that run a little too close to a super bad to an eighth grade but there's still a lot of great, unique stuff going on in this movie, uh, mostly thanks to Olivia Wilde, but also, you know, huge, huge uh, credit to the cast. I think the cast is, for first and foremost, what makes this so much fun. You know, I mentioned a lot of the names, and maybe most of them are, are unfamiliar uh, as far as the kids are concerned, but... Between Caitlin Dever and Beanie Feldstein and, and Mason Gooding and uh, Skylar Gazzando, Victoria Ruzga, Billy Lord, Molly Gordon. Uh, th- there's so many high school kids in this movie that the first time you meet them, they are one thing. They are a cliche. They are a trope. They are one type of person. They are, uh, you know, something you would see in a bad, like, CW show or disney show or something and then as the movie progresses we see these characters they come back we see them again we see them again we see them again they get expanded on and um, fleshed out their characters deepen and all of a sudden you end up with you know these three-dimensional kids who are giving great performances from top to bottom and that for me was like the biggest most charming most positive element was just how comfortable these kids felt playing 
what seemed to be like at times very outlandish characters, particularly Billy Lord, um, as um, as Gigi, <laughs> and it's it's a lot of fun to see them feel so comfortable to to play these roles and to to be these people because they are a lot of fun and and they make the movie fun uh, even when it might have something a little i don't know too too close to home for comparisons to super bad or too close to home for comparisons to eighth grade or a ladybird or whatever it may be and it needs that and it has that so the film follows caitlin dever beanie feldstein as they're on their last day of high school coming to terms with the fact that after studying pretty much nonstop for every day of their lives they are getting into incredibly great colleges yale and columbia but this last day of school they find out that not only have they been kind of neglecting every other element of the childhood experience outside of academics and having a best friend but all their all these kind of alienated kids around them that they don't interact with that they're not friends with that either make fun of them or they make fun um that either they make fun of or are make fun of them are also going to very good colleges and i don't i wish the movie had paid a little more attention to this element but the the notion of you can have both sides you can have the fun high school party experience on at the same time as you can have the you know academic prowess and academic success and which leading to a good college you know being able to do both of those things is awesome you know not having to choose not having to sacrifice you know a good time or a good future you know in theory what you know who doesn't want that meanwhile caitlin dever and beanie feldstein didn't have that they did not have the parties they didn't have you know the dozens and dozens of friends and and fun and that kind of experience and at least from a going to college aspect they're they're no better off and the movie presents this and and it gives us this baseline to start from and it uses this as a launching off point for them to go out and do the party thing and then try to cram you know four years of high school parties into one night and hence you know hilarity ensues but the i think the the through line there of one you can have fun and still get into a good college but two uh these other kids who they didn't take the time to know they didn't take the time to get to know they kind of just have this cursory understanding of who these people are are so much more than that they have so much more and and i think this is true of all of us they have so much more going on beneath the surface they are not just a jock they are not just a nerd they are not just a rich kid they are not just this that and the other there's a lot of great 
things in this movie that show like I was talking about with like the characterizations earlier everyone has so much more going on underneath that you can't possibly know and high school is really a pretty awful place to kind of have just a one-sided opinion of somebody because you can't fully know everyone you go to college with most of the time you know most class my class graduating class was I think 212 Uh, there's no way I could possibly get to know every other person in my grade that well I didn't have class with most of them ever uh, you know through throughout my 12 years in grade school Uh, and even by the time we graduated I think maybe I could you know feel comfortably comfortable saying I knew 30 to 40 give or take I, I don't know maybe you know maybe that number is 50 but it's a small percentage it's a small portion of that entire group of people that I've kind of spent the last 12 years with and so that other 75% or so I never got to know I don't have much of a relationship with I, I don't couldn't you know pass a test on them and I think there's a lot of great stuff in book smart that shows how when you are in a situation like that you can end up with this sort of one track mind I know who these people are because I see them in a group together maybe they're all always smoking out by the bleachers or maybe they're all running track even when there's when track season's off or maybe they're always studying at the library while everyone else is partying you get this impression of like oh i know who these people are i know what they're about i know what they do i can explain and tell them who they are and it's almost never the case you know anytime you've ever felt presumptively mischaracterized like that is this movie this movie is exactly what that's about and so as we progress through the film and those realizations come to light and we meet some of these characters Um, who we first met at the school again later at parties and things like that it really shows a lot of different sides to them and who they can be and uh, the sort of variables that you don't get to see when you're in high school book smart kind of rests on caitlin dever and beanie feldstein as amy and molly and they're great like they're awesome in this movie and in in these roles they have just such a an incredible and powerful bond of friendship you know we're not sure exactly how long they've been together i don't think it's obviously been most of their lives but just like seeing such a, a powerful and and supportive friendship between the two of them is in and of itself you know a a wonderful and and unique thing you know there isn't a a a female friendship like this in super bad or in eighth grade or you know whatever other coming of age movie you want to compare this to you know there are multiple scenes where they're just yelling and and dancing in uh compliments at each other which is kind of weird to see because you don't see that so much in real life but it 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 feels really good to to 
kind of experience vicariously through them to see two people who are so, so, so supportive and so strong for each other. And it kind of makes you wonder like, why aren't more people like this? You know, why, why can't more people act that way? And the movie kind of answers that question because anytime they're engaged with any other character in this movie especially in the first half of it it's like oh we don't want to associate with that person or we don't we got to get away from this person or i don't want to be at this person's party or that person's doing this and it's weird and it's that and it's you know they're they're shorthanding all these other characters and you know they feel like they have them all figured out and they don't and because they think they do it boils them down to a single thing. They don't need to know anything else. And there's really nothing to be supportive of. There's no system in place there to care. To care. It's a shame. So Olivia Wilde directed this. Uh, it's written by... Emily Halpern, Sarah Haskins, Susanna Fogel, and Katie Silberman. It's really well written. Uh, it's, it's at times a little cliche, but on the whole, it's, it's very funny. It's very enjoyable. It doesn't go too far into the uh, R-rated, you know, swear words for gags shtick. Um, but it doesn't shy away from those either, which is kind of the hallmark of the right way to do an R-rated movie. You know, you, you, you don't need to throw a fuck into every single line of dialogue, but, you know, most people I talk to use them copiously. And, you know, censoring them out, it, it Every once in a while, especially in a situation like this when it's just teenagers interacting with other teenagers, you know, I know I swore a lot when I wasn't around my parents and adults because I knew I could when they weren't around and I couldn't when they were. And or not maybe not couldn't, but but shouldn't at least. And so you kind of overcompensate and I like the way this movie approaches those sorts of things and there's not a lot of parental dynamics at play this is pretty much all teens uh interacting with other teens and i think that is to the film's benefit it it really does um come across as this own private small sort of encapsulation of of what high school life was and you know this is the last day of high school for most of these kids and they're they're almost out the door to college and we do see a couple of parents and and like i said uh in the cast you've got jason sudeikis as the principal you've got lisa kudrow and will forte as caitlin dever's parents and so they're there but they're so background they are so 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 background in this movie and i like that decision you know when you look at eighth grade where josh hamilton as um uh as the dad is 
a big prominent character in that movie and it works in that movie like that's such a different angle and such a different perspective you know you're in eighth grade you're not in twelfth grade you're moving into high school not exiting it and he is still this huge part of her life and in this they're 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 older now uh parents still in the picture but they're not the most important thing to these kids they're not um you know by making this movie about a friend relationship as opposed to a parent relationship it does separate it from the eighth grades from the ladybirds and so on and i really appreciate that i think that's a really strong smart um clever way to frame this movie and Olivia Wilde does a fantastic job directing it. There is uh, a couple of sequences in this movie that are really tough to feel authentic and accurate, and yet she is able to to pull them off uh, and make them flow and, and make sense within the context of what we're seeing. There are some outlandish characters, Billy Lord and... Uh, um, Skylar Gassando as Jared and they feel real like all these got people feel feel authentic and and make sense you know she Olivia Wilde coming from an acting background really proves her ability in this movie to work with young actors to work with these people and make and get them to give good performances this ensemble is phenomenal uh, even you know looking at the smaller and smaller and smaller characters who whose names may not even be mentioned in the movie are still memorable you see them on the screen and you know who they are you know what their character is and how they're being played and the actors just know what they're doing and no one feels like a weak link in this movie no matter how far down the list you go and I think you have to give a lot of that credit to Olivia Wilde for for the direction she's giving these 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 kids, and um, it's really really effective. So, at the end of the day, right? Um, I think the movie does become a little. Let's see. Like, I, I love the female relationship. It, it's definitely one of my favorite movies of this year so far. I do feel like there are moments where it could have gone a little deeper into its themes, a little deeper into, uh, you know, just the idea behind... Um, everyone as individuals and i think the movie does touch on that i wish it would have gone a little further with that i think some of the especially it's and i don't know it's tough to avoid things like this but there's the climactic moment toward in the third act where you know we finally get sort of this this moment of frustration boiled over Uh, it plays out so similarly to many other movies that have a similar arc, I suppose, of characters who grow and grow and grow and grow, and then there's finally a, a reckoning that happens, and it happens in a very 
I don't know, straightforward and, and obvious way. And I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing. I just don't think it's a necessarily good thing either. I don't know. I, I just, I, I have trouble with sort of the, the, the convenience of a thing like that. I don't know. I, I have to think about it. I have to think on it a little more. I have to think on it a little more. Um, I don't know. It's it's a really authentic and, and down-to-earth movie. Some of the cliche elements do hold it back a bit for me, but I still overall really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it. I might even go see it again or wait until I can watch it at home. It's gotten... Very good reviews. It's got like a 4.2 average rating on Letterboxd right now, which is quite outstanding. And I think, uh, you know, it whether or not it sticks around the whole year and, and makes any noise at, um, at awards shows, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it has the same sort of momentum as an eighth grade or a ladybird definitely not a ladybird but um we'll see i guess uh it's uh it's well worth your time i think even if you're not maybe the right audience for something like this i think you're still you're still gonna find a lot to get out of this it's still gonna be funny it's still gonna have good moments you're gonna see people in this movie that you're like oh man that's that's so much that's so similar to something i saw in high school somebody i knew somebody i was friends with yada 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 um it's just it's a lot of fun that's all it's just a lot of fun and it's got a killer soundtrack it's got some not too shabby like costume design for a movie set in the present and yeah that's about it you know it's book smart it's book smart it's just it's it's book smart so that's about it i i haven't rated it yet i'm looking at a high 70s score for book smart right the second um definitely going to be some impact on the circle of film award nominations uh for at this point in the year for sure uh, i see it getting a lot of recognition there at, to start with and we'll see you know how the year progresses if any of those slots can hold on but for now it's definitely going to occupy quite a few of them and that's it that's about it you know go check it out it's a long memorial day weekend and if you don't see it now, check it out later. You know, it's it's a breezy 100-minute movie, and it's funny, and it's funny. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It does mean a lot. I do appreciate it. If you would like to find more from me, uh, Twitter, at Circle of Film, Letterboxd, at Circle of Film, the website, circleoffilm.com, uh, or email, circleoffilm at gmail.com. You can also support the show, like, rate, review, subscribe, or Go to patreon.com slash circle of film to, uh, to become a patron for as little as eight cents an episode. Thank you one last time for listening. And as always, have a week. 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute.